Hello, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. <laughs> good, good, good. First of all, I'd like to say welcome to the podcast of The Vintage Gentleman. And who am I speaking with today? You are speaking with Jamie George. Thank you so much for having me and inviting me on your show. Well, thank you, Jamie. Excited to have you. It's a beautiful Sunday. Just enjoying the day and the energy that comes with the day. So tell me a little about yourself, Jamie. Uh, Gary, I am from Los Angeles, California, but I have very deep Carolina roots. Um, very soon I realized that I love LA and experienced the real 90210 experience. I graduated from Beverly Hills High School, you know, where Lenny Kravitz went and wow. Monica Lewinsky. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Tori Spelling, of course. Wow. Um, and then I took a trip back home uh, to the South and I graduated from Spelman College. Um, okay. And I actually had the true Cosby show, Different World Experience. Wow. Um, I'm not sure which character I was in the show. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ask some of my friends now, they'll probably tell you that I was a culmination of all of them, especially Whitney, now that I live in Jersey City, New Jersey, with all my fur, <laughs> all my fur coats just hanging in the closet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had the quintessential, you know, college experience um, in the different world. I actually um, pledged Delta Sigma Theta. Wow. And um, I was on, I was the tail of the line with Keisha Knight Pulliam, Rudy from the, from the Cosby Show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's see what else. I was Miss Morehouse while I was at uh, Spelman. Wow, and, that's fantastic. Yeah, then I was first runner-up to Miss Historically Black College. Oh, wow. Yeah, the pageant book still stayed with me when I moved back to L.A. I was Miss Los Angeles, USA. Wow. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I became um, Miss, first runner-up to Miss California. So, it was a very interesting experience, and I think... Um, I guess I leverage the platform with the pageants into my real life. So I currently work with young professionals and budding executives who are looking to unblock their potential and build their, you know, their professional and basically, you know, help them unlock their potential by presenting them to, you know, create a really strong digital platform so that they can apply it to either their social life, their academic, and really their professional life. So I really help them create a lot of life lessons to achieve them for greatness. So in addition wow. to working in um, communications and development. So I've, I've, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, your resume is long and I mean, very exciting at the same time. <laughs> and uh, with uh, you coming from uh, the South and experiencing that uh, West Coast and, you know, being with all the others rubbing elbows with those uh, high society people and everything and getting yourself together mentally and dealing with some things and having fun at the same time. Well, yes. a girl that came from uh, Carolina, that's got to be exciting. And now you're on the East Coast. So you got that East Coast thing going in Jersey. I've yes. never been uh, to uh, New York, 
but I have been to Newark, New Jersey. I was a teenager at the time. Yeah. So tell me something. With you uh, dealing with the things that you've been dealing with, uh, as far as like uh, uh, marriage or dating, have you ever stopped to think about taking time to do any of that? Uh, or have you been facing challenges doing some of that? Tell me some about that. Well, um, dating here on the East Coast, um, I guess I think dating is the same, East Coast or West Coast. Okay. West Coast, yeah, West Coast, I was involved in long-term relationships. Okay. On the East Coast, um, I was actually engaged. Wow. And okay. um, yeah, it was too fast, too soon. Okay. Um, I think it was because I was ready to get out of the dating game. Um, and, you know, we had moved in together very quickly. And um, I did the, the wrong thing, Gary. You know, you, you're not supposed to move into her space, right? <laughs> 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 because it's her space. And, um, you know, I didn't gather enough data in terms of... Um, you know, having enough information to move forward towards, you know, building a, a life together. Um, what I'm finding in terms of dating overall is that um, men have the professional development, you know, down pat. You know, okay. they're very, they're polished, they're packaged on paper. But it seems like the inner work, the emotional work just sometimes isn't there. We have our daddy issues. We have our other issues. We're going to therapy. You know, we're going to uh, healing retreats. You know, we're going to cleansing and all these other things. But, you know, the men that I've dated and that my friends, you know, and I hear about their dates, you know, these guys aren't doing any of that. <laughs> well, tell me this. Do you feel like uh, it's a strategic move by guys to maybe want to be in a certain realm and maybe not get themselves together where they want to actually go forward with it like that and just focusing more on their careers? I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, I think, all you know, I'm, I'm always speaking on my perspective. I think that men are always very career uh, oriented. Um, but I guess considering my age at 40, you know, when we're all single, and we all have our careers that, and if they are looking for a mate, it seems like you would start looking introspectively like, well, why am I still single? If I am looking out, you know, if I'm looking to be in a committed relationship, a successful committed relationship. So I don't know. Well, tell me this. Uh, I uh, sometimes, you know, talk to a, uh, various people and uh the thing of it is uh i look at it kind of like you have to have an interview with a guy and have it just like you're trying to hire somebody to work for you uh in some establishment and interviewing a guy trying to see like where his head is uh, you know where he's planning on being if he wants to have children if he really wants to be married uh you know just checking him out like that and uh, doing that to kind of see if like y'all can get on the same page. Absolutely. And, and that's where it kind of ends. 
<laughs> like I said, they, they, you know, those things, you know, hit boxes. You can check, you know, you can check those out um, in terms of where their, their head is and what their, you know, intent is. But when you dig down to where the, the work would be, um, there's just a lot of holes there. I mean, there's holes over here too. So, I mean, there, you know, I guess, you, I guess you would have to, you know, for me, it's like, okay, well, which hole is there that you can deal with, right? Right. <laughs> and which hole over here do I think he might be able to deal with, or is he not going to be able to deal with? What's, what, you know, really finding out, well, what's a deal breaker? Um, and sometimes, I mean, most of my dating, Gary has been online because I don't, I don't go out a lot alone to like attract a lot of men. So right. a lot of my dating has been online and I'm, you know, that whole circle pool is kind of the same. I think it might be the same mentality, at least in the conversations that I have with my girlfriends that, you know, a lot of them say they're looking for a committed relationship, but in the back, that what they're really looking after is a casual relationship that would possibly, right, move into a committed relationship. Well, and, and, and a lot of that too, as far as like being online and I have, a, you know, I've done a lot of dating, anything like that, getting online. Uh, but honesty is kind of hard to come by when you are being online with someone right uh, it's a slippery slope even if you're not online and you're talking to a person getting to know that person because sometimes they put on a good front and they fake you know and they're just trying to uh have that casual relationship like you say now if a guy could be completely honest uh he would find that there are some women that are looking for the same thing that he's looking for there's some women out there that really don't want to get involved in a relationship as far as trying to get married. They may not want marriage. If a man is honest and forthcoming and let a woman know, hey, listen, I'm not trying to get married. I'm not trying to have any babies right now. I would like to have some fun. Uh, you know, if you want to, you know, get with me, we can try to do some things together. I will mm -hmm. you and treat you like you're my uh, number one, but I'm not trying to get married. And so if that's something that, you know, a guy comes to a woman with initially, he might find that if he's honest like that, he can get some action like that. I agree with that because, you know, there have been points in my life that I was in that space where right. I wasn't looking for anyone. When I say that, I don't, I don't mean like that, but I'm saying, no, I wasn't looking for a committed. How do I say that? I wasn't looking for a committed relationship. You know, I was looking for someone to have a good time with. Right. Um, or not, I guess what I'm saying, I wasn't looking to, oh, I want to settle down and I want to I want right. to have a baby. Like, that was not my, right. you know, motivating force of trying to get to know someone or, or dating. And I absolutely believe, yes, if you're straight up with me, then I can handle you being straight up. Like, I respect that. And women will respect that because there True. are tons of women 
that are down, you know, for that type of lifestyle because it's just a lifestyle. Right. But if you try and cover your lifestyle, then I feel like you're not getting what you want. You're being deceptive and you're gaslighting. Just be, you know, just really be straight up. And, you know, the truth doesn't hurt. Well, the truth is, you know, it, it doesn't hurt. Just just say what it is. But I don't think that people, like I said, people have done the work to be able to say, like, you know what? This is this is how I'm feeling. I mean, I really had a conversation. I'm, I'm, I don't want to take over, but I really had a conversation with one of my little brothers and he cheated on his girlfriend. Right. And I said, you don't have to cheat on your girlfriend. And he was trying to make it seem as though he was breaking up with her because she didn't have her stuff together. I said, no, you're not breaking up because she doesn't have her stuff together. You're breaking up with her because you have a whole nother relationship. Right. So if you explain to her, listen, you don't want to be in a serious commitment with her. Maybe she'll be open to that. Maybe there's somebody else over here that she really wants to be with. Exactly. But, you know, I told him, I was like, you don't need to make her feel like she doesn't have it together you need to be honest and told her tell her i cheated on you and it isn't true it's just that i i have you know i got an addition to sex like that's what it is (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm 30 or whatever and i just you know i just like it and you you know about it this is how it is and you could be on board or not hey i told my (laughs) you know what i mean i told my truth (laughs) <laughs> and and you can be, you know set yourself free. I, you know I told him that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you told him some good things, but uh, you know as as far as a typical date. Yes. Now, as far as you're concerned, what's your typical date like? My typical date. Um. Well, normally I haven't really dated in Jersey, so most of my dates are in in uh, New York. So, okay. so that requires me to go to New York, pay a toll, drive my car. So it's going to be dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to New York for a drink or for coffee or for dessert. That's not going to happen. Okay. Um, most of the time, um, you know, someone will suggest, you know, a restaurant or they'll ask me like what type of cuisine I like. Um, and so then... That's, that's great. I like men to take charge. Um, I like an activity date. Um, I don't necessarily like to sit across from one another and do interviews because it feels like an interview for a job. And I don't, right. like, that. Right. I don't like that. So um, I may suggest, you know, I may suggest like, hey, beforehand, I don't like feeling like I'm in an interview. Right. You know, is there something around town that we could experience together? And so I just, you, I just kind of leave it up to that type of conversation. So they'll say, well, what do you mean? And so then I'll look and see if there's some things that are around town that I want to experience and then go from there. So a typical day for me may be me looking and finding an art exhibit or, you know, in the summertime, it's great to go to one of these little summer um summer what do they have summer jams in the city I oh, mean, okay yeah you know you're sitting there and you're jamming to some music you may have right, a conversation right. right and then you have dinner and now you're talking about the concert and you know 
So it's more of a, like I said, my typical date is going to be an activity date. But if okay. it's right after work, then it is going to be, you know, a dinner date with okay. some drinks and, you know, that type of standard thing, especially in the wintertime. Right, um, right. But it doesn't involve, you know, I'm, I'm not a sex on the first date. That makes me feel cheap. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm past that of my, my younger days when you felt like you just couldn't get out of a situation. You know what right. I mean? Well, it comes with growth also. It really does. Yeah. Now, I heard you mention <laughs> something about uh, you wouldn't want to sit down at a uh, dinner table across from someone and, you know, as if you're being interviewed. Uh, but in my mind, I was wondering, uh, once you actually go out uh, on a date with a guy, uh, would you have already had some kind of dialogue with them as far as like being able to talk about certain things in specific? Uh, because if it's like getting to know each other or uh, interviewing anybody, I would think that it would be like when you're getting to know each other on the phone and not like at a dinner date where you could just enjoy each other's company. Exactly. And I am not um, a texter, Gary. I'm very old school. I'm a vintage lady. Um, so I'm quick to get off of the dating app and actually have real time conversations. Um, I'll even, you know, suggest, you know, texting, I mean, excuse me, FaceTime. Right. Um, I'm a big, you know, um, energy to see how our energy flows and, um, you know, how we connect and the chemistry. That's very important to me. Sure. So... So that's why um, I definitely take things offline relatively quickly to have those conversations to say, hey, are we on the same page? Are we aligned with, you know, certain subjects to have time to spend together? Because you don't have a lot of time to to be, you know, to waste for dinner. I don't know how these girls just go out and have dinner on somebody. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's different mentalities for different women, just like with men, it's different mentalities. Right. But uh, the thing of it is, uh, if you could uh, get to a point to where as a guy would be open and honest with you, uh, and I agree as far as the texting, you can't really tell anything about the energy and you can read off into things the wrong way when you're just looking at a text message. But if you're actually dialoguing with somebody and talking to them, you know, and feeling their energy, that's a whole lot different. And uh, I feel like people cheat themselves when they do that. And some men may use it like that just as a tactic. But uh, I think it's real important for you to establish some ground rules when you meet a guy like, hey, look, uh, I need you to be able to call me if you're just a texter. You know, that's going to mm -hmm. be a deal breaker for me. Mm hmm. That. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, but do you say it that way? Because that seems a little uh, that seems very aggressive. You don't think. I'm sorry, I said it again. Um, I was saying if. I mean, maybe, okay, <laughs> I can't say it's a deal breaker, but I was saying, is that too forward to say to someone, you know, that that's a deal breaker? I mean, I sometimes no, I feel no. like it's a, sometimes I feel like it's a, it's a waltz in how to, to communicate those deal breakers at least that's my challenge i'll say that gary that's my challenge of being um 
having a little bit more um, suave in communicating those deal breakers without coming off as being like one of those like very harsh, this is what I want, like, you know, um, commanding, you know, black woman with opinions and um, being very particular. And I could understand that uh, not wanting to, uh, you know, ruffle feathers if you didn't have to and run somebody out prematurely. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I look at it uh, like being honest. And, uh, you know, a guy told me something years ago I never will forget. Uh, and it didn't have anything to do with just a relationship. It was just uh, it was a topic of conversation we were having one day. And uh, he told me something. I said, uh, hey, man, tell me this. And he said, honesty is the best policy. And you can take that and apply that across the board. So if you're telling a guy because he is texting you and you let him know, hey, look, I know you were thinking about me and you text me. But, you know, if a person texts me more than they talk to me, you know, that's not something that I'm going to be happy with. I'm happier when I can actually talk to you and hear your voice and not just really coming out telling them, hey, look, this is a deal breaker. You know, it's not like you're putting your foot down or you're putting them in check. It's a form of communication. And yeah. there's a saying, conversation rules the nation and an understanding beats the world. You know, and so you're trying to get an understanding with this guy so he'll know where you're coming from. You're being open, forthcoming, and honest with him. And when you land that kind of foundation, well, you expect for him to be open and honest with you. Very true. You are so smooth, Gary. So smooth. <laughs> well, thank you so much. <laughs> you had a you had a rhythm with it and everything. I love it. <laughs> well, thank it's... you so much. Well, you know, I'm a seasoned gentleman. <laughs> yes, I like it. The sugar, the salt, the sweetness. It's, it's yes, it's so, savory. You know, I, I, you know, I've, I've done some dating and in my early days, you know, I mean, I was married for 20 years, but the thing of it is after that, you know, uh, when you're doing dating, like, you know, as a man, I can tell you what I have done before in my earlier days. Well, you know, I would lie sometimes because I felt like it would get me where I needed to be. But I got to a point to where it's just like, man, you know what? I'm just going to be open. I'm going to be honest. I mean, if it's for you, it's going to be for you. I mean, if it don't fit, don't force it. And so the thing of it is, uh, like I said a little earlier, you got some women, they don't want to be married. They don't want to get up and have babies. And they just want somebody they could spend time with, a shoulder to lean on, watch a movie and laugh with somebody. You know, if they got some problems going on, somebody that can have a, a listening ear so they can hear and then be there for them. And so the thing of it is, some guys, they don't realize that. And they look at maybe a woman's status and like, oh, man, she's been Miss America. She's been this. Man, I don't have a chance. Well, they count themselves out before, you know, they even start talking and trying to show a woman what they're all about. But the thing of it is, if a guy gets to a point to where he knows he can have himself together uh, mentally, physically, and emotionally, and just present himself to a woman not having to have a lot of cloud, but hey, look, I got a big heart and I got a willingness to share it. You know, I'm going to be the kind of guy that whereas uh, uh, I'll be accommodating to you. It's not like I've got to bow down to you, but I'm going to be very thoughtful and I'm going to be very giving. I'm going to be very kind. So if this is the kind of man that can fit in your lifestyle, you know, well, then I'm your man. Got it. Yeah. 
They're not that forthright, though, Gary. I mean, I'd literally, I don't know how old you are, but do you have any brothers? <laughs> well, thank you so much. I need, I need a Gary Jr., a Gary Sr. <laughs> I haven't so seen. It's very, I mean, those type of... Um, I don't know. You know, I, I'm definitely not, I'm not saying that those types of men are not out there. I know that they're out there, but just the communication factor is really, really, it's, it's rare. It's a beautiful thing when you do find it. Um, but sometimes it's like, it comes with some really like shock factor, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's almost like they don't have any Rico Suave with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, just as we come off as the angry black woman, it can, comes off as like, you know, just raw, you know, like, I don't even know his name. What is the guy's name? A DMX? Yeah. (laughs) 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 You know, it's like I may be able to stomach it, but wait a second. So, (laughs) yeah, I think that um, I think that's that's so important, but it's really, really the communication factor is just it's always it's always something that is a treasure in a relationship. You know, but it's such a a headbutt to get through with that initial, you know, some of those initial engagements. And sometimes that miscommunication is the thing that you, you know, you get hung up with and meeting someone and not being able to get past that hill. Well, uh, again, you know, uh, I've experienced different things in my life and uh, I've had to knock off rough edges. I've had to polish up to be in the position that I'm in now mentally and and my approach, you know, and uh, so some of these guys, uh, if they're not talking to guys that have the same mentality as myself and they're talking to guys that feel and believe the way they feel and they believe, well, then they're going to keep perpetrating, you know, because I think it's like faking, but they have to come into the knowledge of being themselves and feel like, hey, look, you know what? I can be honest. And it's either going to make it or it's not going to make it. I mean, if it don't fit, don't force it. If it's not for me, I'm not going to have it. If it's for me, I'm going to have it. But hey, look, my thing is this. Uh, I'm trying to uh, talk to guys and I've been talking to my nephews and, you know, I tell them various things. And, you know, like, let's say if I had one that was trying to sag, you know, some years ago, I would let him know that sagging is not going to work. And, you know, sometimes their topic of conversation, I'd let them know, hey, look, You've got to change your dialogue and, you know, be open and honest with a woman. So I'm working on trying to help young men be that type of young man. Uh, I don't know what kind of a following I'm going to have for being on the podcast or not, but I'm going to be open to any young man that have a question. But the thing of it is, I feel like what you should do within yourself, find a way to talk to guys to let them know exactly what you need without it being like an interview or that strong woman, you know, trying to be commanding or DMX, anything like that. But just uh, having dialogue where you can open up and talk to a guy and hopefully he'll open up. And if he won't, you know, just let him know, hey, look, this is what I look for. 
you know, I will look for somebody that can be open and honest with me and I'll give you the same thing. I'm going to be open and honest with you. I need someone that could be this way or that way. And, you know, just let them know exactly what you feel and what your needs are. I mean, without having a long catalog of things that's happening, but just kind of give them some things that uh, you're interested in and you don't have to tell them about deal breakers. If they start doing things that are deal breakers, well, then you let them know. Hey, listen, you know what? I'm having a real problem with that. If we're going to keep, you know, trying to get together, you're going to have to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. I think some of the times is that the, like I said, being honest about the relationship, like where are you in your life in terms of what exactly are you looking for? Like, are you dating to be married? Or are you really dating just to to date and that's always just that I think when people look at you they just like change up oh no I'm just dating (laughs) 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 you know what I mean it's like that initial like like I said the chemistry I just saw you know I'm just dating to date but um their profile may say something different it's (laughs) well hey Jamie it's been great talking to you we're getting ready to wrap it up here and uh, it's been real exciting and uh, I appreciate you uh, being open and honest and, uh, you know, having dialogue with me today. Uh, I would just say, let a man know exactly where you're coming from, you know, and, uh, you know, if they're, if they're going to be for you, they're going to be for you. And don't look at it like I might run him off. You know, he might be the kind of guy that needs to run off and run off real fast. So anyway, <laughs> with, with that being said, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say, hey, listen, 